This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to you about how to have an orgy. Yeah, group play. Orgy 101. Mm-hmm. We might know a thing or two about this. This is our style of play, which is like really <laughs> funny because then we meet people and they're like, oh, we're not comfortable. And I'm like, really? Like, I forget that, like, other people not, are not... Not everybody has orgies all the time? Yeah. I say all the time, once a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, a good orgy once a month, you know, it's like, it's good for your health, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like agree. A, it's like a glass of wine at night, an orgy a month, like, it's the same thing. Yeah, I guess I could... I see your point. <laughs> see where you're going there. <laughs> do, do you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like you said, I think we forget that not everybody has orgies or that maybe orgies aren't as common in the lifestyle as we think they are because of our skewed kind of view on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get asked a lot of times, like, how does that work, right? If you're going to have an orgy, like, how do you decide who does what and who plays with who? And, how, how, like, how do you navigate, yeah. like, and if I'm going to have an orgy, do I need to bring snacks, like, water? Like, you know, like, what, what are the, what, how do you do this thing? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. Yeah, this we're gonna, is we're gonna we're gonna tell you all the details. This is our perspective, so we are not experts, but I would say that this is definitely our main way that we play. So this is just our advice. Um, take it for what it's worth. That's true. Not or, all orgies are the same, but this is this is kind of the the one on one to to orgies based on Dan and Lacey. Right, Dan and Lacey's. Um, beginner guide to orgies. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, it's a good title, right? Mm-hmm. We'll think about it. Um, all right. So, if you are curious about orgies, if you thought about having an orgy, if you didn't know how to have an orgy, if you're not sure what the rules are, what the how does all that work, um, this is the episode. Stay, stay right here with us. All right. 
I'm looking at your notes. They're quite, um, so just like a backstory on Dan and I, this is how our relationship slash podcasting goes. Dan does all the research and then sends it to me. And I usually don't read it until right now. Yeah. And I'm looking at your notes and it's quite, um, it's quite something. All right. So I think to start with, if we're going to talk about orgies, we need to define what an orgy is, mm-hmm. right? And I looked this up. I was not expecting, like I thought an orgy was a group of people having sex, mm-hmm. right? So if if you hop on the Merriam-Webster and look up orgy, right, there's a couple different def- definitions there. What, what's the first one? Secret ceremonial rites held in honor of an ancient Greek or Roman deity. Thank you. I did not know how to say that. And usually... <laughs> Characterized by ecstatic singing and dancing. Yeah, apparently an orgy was some kind of Roman or Greek, uh, like 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 ceremony, like a party. Well, an yeah. orgy is just a it's a it's a it's a party. Yeah. Um, you know where you're, I guess. Um, you know, you're, you're uh, honoring the gods essentially. Okay. Which which goes, you know, like if you've ever watched any Roman history stuff, like they kind of. Essentially, they have orgies to celebrate their God. Like that's kind of, I think that's in line with. I have no idea. I think I'm gonna trust maybe you we on need, that. you know, like maybe that's what's wrong with Christianity is we don't have enough orgies to celebrate our God. Oh, you're about to piss some people <laughs> off. I'm gonna not comment <laughs> no, on that. You don't want to go I'm, down that road. Yeah, I'm saying far, far away. I'm just from saying, that. like, if the Greeks were they're they were having orgies to celebrate their gods, that's a little different perspective on life. You know what I mean? That's a little different way of celebrating your gods. I don't know. Than in current culture. I don't condone this. No. <laughs> I'm not involved in this conversation. All right. Lacey pleads the fifth. I'm just saying. Just that, email that's Dan with perspective. your email Dan directly with your complaints. All right. Definition did I I might have walked into it there. You did. Definition two. Excessive indulgence in something, especially to satisfy uh, an appetite or craving. Right. So now we're getting closer, right? Yeah. So you're indulging in something to satisfy a craving. That's an orgy. Yeah. Definition three, a sexual encounter involving several people. Right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's an orgy. And that's mm-hmm. the orgy. I think we all when we say orgy, we think of a sexual encounter. Uh, how many people do you have to have to be an orgy? I would say more than three. More than three. So a normal couple swaps uh, an orgy? No, I guess not. No, I guess not. So maybe. five. As soon as you hit five, it's an orgy? Yeah, I guess so. Because like if you just have two couples, so four, that's just a couple swap. That's not an orgy. Or is it an orgy? Well, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> if you ask a vanilla person who's never been in anything like that, that to them would probably be an orgy. But to us who have been involved in like rather large orgies, <laughs> that's just like a normal. It's a vanilla. That's a vanilla orgy. <laughs> As Lacey would say, <laughs> like, a vanilla threesome. We just like a side note. I can remember like back when you and I were dating or like <laughs> just barely getting to know each other. And I can remember one time I went to play with this couple and I was like, yeah, it's just like a normal. It's just like a, a regular threesome. It's not yeah. like anything I think you crazy. Said vanilla threesome. And I was like, and I'm like, Lacey. this is our lives. <laughs> yeah. A threesome is like. A yeah. Tuesday night. Right. And a foursome is a is not an orgy. It's a vanilla orgy. It's just a normal. Yeah. Yeah. I agree though. In the in terms of the lifestyle, when you're talking to lifestyle people and you say, I want to have an orgy, that generally means more than just a a norm a couple swap. So there's probably gonna be five or more people involved. Mm-hmm. So I think that is the common understanding within the community. Yeah. Right. So that's that's important. Like you said. If it's not lifestyle people, you know, some people might consider three people an orgy. Mm-hmm. But within the lifestyle space, if you're saying let's have an orgy, you're probably talking five or more mm-hmm. uh, people at that point. Okay. Some some things to note. This is not Hollywood, right? You Maybe you've watched porn. Maybe you've watched some Hollywood movies. Maybe you've watched this, <laughs> the Greeks and the Romans uh, in, in a Hollywood movie having orgies. Um, I think of when I think of like Hollywood orgies, I do think like Greek and Romans, there's grapes, there's naked people with the robe things. There's probably like pools. Did, I don't did you get, think that. What do you think? What, what's your Hollywood version of orgy? Like super hot. <laughs> yeah. Thin abs. Abs. Uh-huh. 
everybody is like equally attracted to everyone. Giant dicks. Yeah, perfect boobs. Mm-hmm. It, it's just naturally just like a thing. Yeah, right. that's what I think of Hollywood orgies. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like that. No, it's not. <laughs> there's some of that. Yeah. But yeah. There's some of that in there. And I will say, you know, real life orgies are probably hotter than Hollywood orgies, right? It's probably. Um, that sounds pretty fucking hot. I haven't though. seen. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah, but there's some things I've seen in real life that I've never seen in a Hollywood movie. I'm no, just saying, I know, like, I never seen too much DVP going on in a Hollywood orgy. You know what I, I mean? Know, like, I know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, in real life, People are going to struggle to get erections. There's going to be Correct. people that um, are not in shape. Uh, mm-hmm. There's going to be people sweating on you. <laughs> there's going to be people that you're not attracted to and maybe you don't want to play with. Um, Somebody might queef or fart or all those things. <laughs> I'm saying these things happen, right? You're not wrong. Yeah. I just didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Prepare yourself mentally for this. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Another note is not all orgies are created equal, right? Mm-hmm. You could go have an orgy with your friends. That's going to be one dynamic, one vibe. Um, might be completely different um, if you go have an orgy with other people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes everybody's going to connect. It's going to be hot. Everybody's going to have hard dicks, and it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might be a little fucking awkward. Yeah. Sometimes somebody might get mad and leave the room. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... People's dicks might not get hard. You know, like all these things, right? Um, so just just know that. Uh, it happens. It do- definitely does. It happens in like normal couple swaps. It happens in threesomes. It definitely happens probably even on a greater scale the more people you add in. Right. Okay. So that's, that's the start, right? We have to set expectations, mm-hmm. right? All right. I think the next thing to talk about, and it's probably of the most importance, is how do you protect yourself in an orgy? And when I say protection, I'm talking like condoms and STDs and STIs. Like, how does that work in an orgy type scenario? I think we should talk about that right off the gate. Um, change condoms in between partners. Right. Okay. So, 100%. So, step one, bring your own. Oh, right? uh, yeah. If you're 100%. invited to what you think is going to be an orgy or a house party where this kind of thing might happen, bring your own condoms, bring your own lube, mm-hmm. right? Because maybe you wear a Magnum condom and they might not have one. Maybe you need sheepskin condoms. Mm-hmm. If, and if you do need those kind of condoms, you probably want to bring extras for other people. Yeah. Not, most people aren't going to have yeah. those. So if, mm-hmm. if you're sensitive, you know, bring. Or if you have a latex allergy, right. like a female, you probably need to bring your own as well. So right. that way you can make sure that people right. are using those. Uh, bring your own lube, right? Because yeah. different people like different lube mm-hmm. and it might react to your body differently. So bring your own. Um, I'll even say like we don't use a lot of lube in our normal sex life. Mm-hmm. But in an orgy situation, lube is a bigger deal. It is. Because there's lots of more sex going on. Yeah. Sometimes for longer periods of time. So, you know, you don't want to hurt anybody. You don't want chafing. You don't want, you know, like so lube is yeah. kind of. It's kind of a good, it's kind of yeah, a good thing is. to, to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with condom use, is a general practice for us and our our lifestyle friends. We all use, we all, everybody, just about everybody I can think of uses condoms. Um, that being said, don't make that assumption. Yeah. Right. Um, make sure you make sure that boundary is clear to everybody before you start engaging mm-hmm. in anything. And they say, "Hey, we are condoms are a must for us." Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, even like when we had that, you know, that house party and we had that orgy, like she was like, condoms are a must. You must change condoms between partners, you know, like that's perfect. I, I like, I love and that. And I get that like in the moment it, it almost, you can forget that you have to pause and change those. And I do and it get, sucks. like, as, like yeah. from the guy's perspective, you know, when you're in an orgy and you're having sex with one girl and then let's like, you know, like, Oh, you want to swap or you want to mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like to have to stop and then go take it off mm-hmm. and like even me a lot but of it's times essential. I'll like go to like the bathroom or something and like take it off like rinse a little bit yeah. you know and and then put a new one on you know so it does that pause sucks for guys it's just it's terrible but you have to do it yeah yeah I totally uh, agree. another thing I will say that you see we've seen and that, that people forget about is your fingers like if you're in an orgy situation don't go fingering a bunch of people yeah back to back to back to back right uh. 
take a break. You know, a lot of times, you know, having wet wipes and stuff like that yeah. to clean up uh, or go wash your hands. We real quick. actually keep that in our like we have like a travel bag, so mm-hmm. we keep like the wipes. Condoms, a loop, all of that just goes with us, right? Every if, time, if you're wearing condoms, but you're everybody's fingering everybody, like you might as well not be wearing condoms because mm-hmm. you're still spreading, you yeah, diseases. You know, well, potential bacteria from mm-hmm. one person to the other. So, uh, I think that's something that maybe gets overlooked, yeah, uh, more. I'm sure it probably uh, does. And I'm even, you know, when you see people that are mindful of things like that, it like raises your comfort level right oh a hundred percent if you see a guy like i see a guy playing with you and then another girl comes up and is like oh you know can you try to make me squirt and like he stops and goes and cleans his hand like mm-hmm. to me that's like it's so respectful oh it's just it's a great yeah. thing yeah mm-hmm. and so you you can tell that's like the little things you'll see between like lifestyle people that are like in the lifestyle. You know i mean mm-hmm. like you know they get it you know mm-hmm. like, so just be mindful of that um okay so that's protection and and i you know I don't think we can talk about that enough. It's it's super important. We're very, very big advocates for it. You know, all these people you're engaging with are your friends. And the last thing, especially in an orgy situation, you want to do is give a bunch of your friends uh, some kind of disease, right? Yeah. So get tested, use protection, uh, get tested regularly um, and use protection. That's, that's mm-hmm. really the best thing we can do for each other. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk consent, right? Because mm-hmm. normal, normally consent, you just, you know, whoever you're interested in, you consent to that and then you... You happen, but in an orgy situation, is is everybody in the room have consent? No. How, how does that work? Mm-mm. No, and I think that's like really important. I think a lot of people that don't engage in a lot of group play don't realize that. But you like to to get involved in an orgy. It's not across the board. Everyone is free reign. Um, you always ask before touching the other person, right? And if you Make that assumption. That's a, that's the quickest way to never get back invited back to an orgy yeah. again, right? Uh, especially like the bigger the groups of people get, the more important it is to to really have the conversations about consent and ask the person before you touch them, yeah. right? Um, because just because you're in a room with people doesn't mean everybody in there wants to fuck you or wants you to fuck them or wants yeah. you to touch them or wants you to do go down on them or what whatever the thing may be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely getting pr- consent is key. Um, one of the practices we've started to do, and I've heard other, you know, lifestyle educators and podcasters and stuff talk about this is that like that circle of consent, Mm -hmm. um, prior. So essentially what this is, is once you get a group of people and you head to a playroom, whether that's a hotel room or a playroom in a club or whatever, um, once you get to wherever it is that you're going to have sex, you pause, everybody Mm -hmm. sits in a circle on the bed or stands in a circle or whatever and you say, hey, guys, let's talk about our rules. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of go around the room and you say, you know, I'm a full swap. We're a full swap couple. Uh, we always use protection, you know, whatever your rules are. I don't do anal. Um, I'm a squirter. You know, you can just kind of mm-hmm. give a little little rundown of you and what you're comfortable with and, and what you're okay with, right? Um, it's something we've talked about before is that's even a good time to, like, we've had to, like, save a fantasy, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'd like to – have two dicks you know i'd like to try dbp mm-hmm. i'd like to try airtight i'd like to whatever you know yeah suck two dicks at once it's a good kind of opportunity to kind of do that too yeah um, but definitely the consent stuff right like i don't want anybody trying to put anything in my butt like that's yeah. something that's good to know right out the gate um so having that kind of circle of consent at the time that everybody can kind of voice their rules and their boundaries um that's a good time and it's hard i get to like stop and do that because you're like kind of pausing the heat of the moment but i've found that we've had a much better experience in the long run if we do that because everybody knows what everybody is willing to do or not willing to do out the gate and so i think that's like really important right now in that moment some people will have said i've heard people talk about saying who you're comfortable with playing with and who you're not i don't like that I personally don't like that because you're you're really putting somebody on the spot, right? Like, well, and just because like I am comfortable with playing with an individual, that is not a blanket consent for the evening. Like, I still want them to be like, "Hey, may I do this to you?" Before, because just because like in the beginning I said, "Yeah, I'm into you. I'm into playing with you," doesn't necessarily give them the right to do whatever they want. Right, right? to do, yeah. Because like, what if I had just finished with someone else and I knew that was coming. It's okay. 
Um, just because I, you know, gave them consent in the beginning doesn't mean that I am, I want to be touched by them the entire night. So like, let's just say I was finishing coming with someone else. Um, and maybe I needed a couple minutes to just like relax and kind of gain my composure. I would prefer that they ask me like, Hey, may I do this to you before just doing it? Because then that gives me the opportunity to be like, Give me like five minutes. I need a five minute break. No, I, I, I agree 100% with that. Uh, and so what we're big advocates and it's just it's sometimes it's hard. out of embarrassment or out of, you know, you not wanting to be rude to somebody. You might not say, oh, I'm good with fucking all the guys except for, you know, whatever. Yeah. Ex guy. over to there. To me, that's mean. That's mean. Yeah, that's not the time. So what, what we generally do is when we have this little concert circle and you say, yeah, I don't do I don't want anything in my butt or, you know, mm-hmm. then you then put at that same time, put out everybody here before you touch anybody mm-hmm. ask for permission mm-hmm. right and it's something as simple as you come up hey is it okay if i touch you like i'd like to, to play me, it's you know? just like a respect thing because like even if like let's see let's say i want to fuck this guy and he's like hey may i fuck you and i'm like yes and then i usually will look at his wife and be like is it okay if your husband fucks right. me which twofold one, I'm making sure that she's comfortable. And two, it's hot as fuck for a woman to tell you that you have permission to fuck her husband. I'm sorry. That, to me, just, like, sets the tone for, like, the naughtiness. And I love that. Yeah. No, it's – that that's the way to do it. And it's – like you said, you know, even if you if you want to go down on somebody, right, come up to him and say, hey, do you mind if I go down on you? Mm-hmm. Or, or, hey, do you mind if I – play with your pussy or hey do you mind if i kiss you you know hey do you mind if i fuck you like i'd really like to have sex with you mm-hmm. are you comfortable with that like all those little things right each step of the way ask for permission and then like you said even looking to their partner and say hey you know mm-hmm. guy i'm gonna go is, I, i'm gonna i want i'm gonna go down on your missus is that are you cool with that are you okay mm-hmm. with that and he's like yeah man get get that like mm-hmm. that's perfect that's that's the way to do it yeah um and really doing that throughout the orgy situation mm-hmm. if you switch to a different partner ask them is it okay if i do xyz uh and then check with their partner you know that constant communication of everybody will make your play session go so much smoother because mm-hmm. uh, the last thing you want to happen is some wife to look over um and you're fucking the shit out of her husband and she didn't know or maybe they were a soft swat you know like mm-hmm. there's just so many ways that that could go bad if there's not that constant communication amongst everybody mm-hmm. Um, another thing is to always look out for your partner and, and even maybe your friends, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, me and you, you know, in these orgy situations, if there's a bunch of people, it's easy to get lost in the pile of bodies, it is, right? Yeah. Um, and it's easy to kind of lose sight of your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you're saying it, sometimes it's hard for us to speak up for ourselves. Um, but most of us, you should know your partner well enough to kind of see if they're comfortable mm-hmm. or okay, or you can get a vibe if they're off or not feeling comfortable. And so you, you know, when we're in that kind of situation, I try to constantly keep a read on you. Mm-hmm. And if you're okay, if you're comfortable, if you seem off or if you look not okay, like I just, I need to keep that in the back of my mind. Well, and it's also very hot. So like, I do really like that you are always checking on me. And like, I know I can like look your way and you're usually within a few seconds of looking back at me which i love that makes me feel safe and secure but it's also very hot to make eye contact while you're fucking someone else like that's underestimated Mm -hmm. so it's definitely twofold but there's been times where i've not been super comfortable maybe i consented to someone but i'm not necessarily liking where things are (laughs) going or or, you know i don't know maybe i'm tight there's a million different reasons but like right because even if you're into a guy and he starts fucking you if he's being too aggressive or if he's you know Using his fingernails or, you know, like there's or so like many. his dick's not hard, but he's not like acknowledging that. And he's just trying to fuck you with a half soft dick. I mean, like <laughs> there's a lot of things like and so, you know, people ask us all the time. Do we have like a safe word? Do we have like a way? Usually if you look at me, I will give you you. It's all over my face. Mm-hmm. I'm like not okay and then like it's very easy for you to come over and scoop you back up and scoop yeah in a sexy like i need my wife for a second Mm -hmm. i I gotta have a piece of that Mm -hmm. or what you know i mean like there are ways to 
interject yourself still maintaining the sexy environment and not making anyone feel awkward no and that that's the exact way to do it right like if i look over and i can see that you're saying maybe you're not not consenting but you're just nah, you're just <laughs> you're just not having a good time mm-hmm. i can come grab you and scoop you up or i can even like come grab you scoop you up and maybe like deliver you to somebody else you know like take you for a minute and then i know you're into this dude and i'm yeah. like hey hey you know whatever your name is like do you want to fuck my wife? Like mm-hmm. I, I can then like kind of pass you, you know, yeah. like, get you out of that situation and into a different situation where you might be more happy. Yeah. And I think that's like really key because I think for me, I very, I don't think that we've ever been in an orgy where I want to fuck every single person in the room. I cannot think of a time. Well, okay, I can. <laughs> but it's usually the larger like, if there's six of us, yeah. I'm, but, like, once we get into, like, 10, 12, 14, like, there's – I don't always want to fuck every single person. And that's person. okay. And that's totally okay. They could be some amazing humans and really good friends, but maybe I'm not sexually attracted to them. Or maybe – I mean, there just could be so many things. I think it's important to know that, like, you can still participate in that orgy and – and not fuck everybody. So I'm really good at maneuvering where I am on the bed. So like if I am super, whoever I'm super into, obviously I'm going to gravitate towards that way. But let's say somebody comes over that maybe is not somebody that I would like to play with. Like once I'm finished with the person I'm with, I can like kind of get up, get a sip of water, maybe clean up a bit. Maybe I need to go to the potty. Um, you know i totally sound like a mom there the potty the (laughs) restroom um and then i can come back kind of refresh and again put my body where i want near the people you want yeah so it's to me it's a nicer respect like more respectful of their feelings way because again they're all we all good people but maybe i'm just not sexually attracted to them all right so in that with that theme how do you say no to somebody no, thank you. If somebody approaches you and is like. So I think it's really important to me to treat people how I would like to be treated because nobody likes being turned down mm-hmm. ever. It's like the worst feeling, especially like you're naked, you know, you're kind of, ex- you're very exposed and somebody, um, you know, approaches you and you like say no. I mean, that could bruise some. That can ruin someone's lifestyle, like journey. Mm-hmm. So I always really, really try to treat people the way that I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm like, I'll very, I'll say no, thank you, or say maybe in a little bit, or right. I'm not taking, right I'm taking now. a break right now. Yeah. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna go grab some water. Yeah, yeah. There, I think there's ways to turn somebody down without being like no, right? Because I've heard of people doing that and like really ruining people's right. confidence, their lifestyle. I mean, there's just to me, there's just no need to be mean to now, each that other. That being fair, there's no. It's okay to be direct, right? It, it is, it very is okay, okay to say, "Hey, no, I'm, I'm just not into but you." But I still like, think you need to not be into respectful. you like that, or no, I'm not feeling the connection. You can say those things. That's perfectly okay. But I do, I, I do think there is something to be said for. Hey, not right now. I'm taking a break or I actually I'm going to go get some water. And then like they know what you're doing. Like they kind of know what you're saying. Yeah, and th- now that being fair, sometimes you really just need to drink a water. So like- yeah, yeah. There's a lot of times I really have to go to the restroom, especially drinking. I feel like I go to the restroom a lot. I do feel like if you want to be direct and you want to have a conversation, like say it's somebody that you play with. Regularly, like, that's part of your circle. Yeah. To me, I think that would be have a better conversation to have when you're sober, mm-hmm. when he's not standing there with a heart on, naked, or she, you know, she's like been over on the bed. I just feel like there's better ways to handle that conversation than in the heat of the moment. Because I think that's where the feelings get hurt. But I totally respect somebody that is dragged and and can say that. I just don't know that like at two o'clock in the morning when he's got his hard dick in his hand or she's you know trying to suck your dick i just don't know that that's the time i get what you're saying yeah, yeah. makes sense yeah i'm just saying there's never if you are direct that's okay like that's it's okay yeah it is and if they get their feelings hurt really that's more on them than it is on you you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we're all responsible for, we all have to be adults we all have to realize we're not everybody's cup of tea and that's that's on us to own our insecurities and, and our feelings uh so it is okay to be direct but but i do think what you're saying like if somebody approaches you and you say, hey, actually, I'm going to take a break right now. Or actually, I was just about to go run and get a drink of water or go to the bathroom. Or actually, I, I really want to – I'm going to go fuck my husband. Like, I, mm-hmm. I need my husband right now. Like, any of those things is is a, 
I guess a nicer way to kind of avoid it without being mean or direct. Yeah. Either way. But I'm like a historic like person that like just wants to make everyone happy and not hurt people's feelings. I know the internet doesn't agree with that. They all think I'm this terrible human, but I genuinely don't want to hurt anybody and I don't want to see anybody sad. So that is me being like a people pleaser. If you are a direct person, you're probably like, she's ridiculous. But to again, this is just our our take on all of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, our, our next note here is less alcohol, more water. Yeah. What does that mean? The drunker you get... <laughs> The least you you can't consent, like that's take everything out away. That is the key here. If you are drunk, you cannot consent. So you need to remember that. Um, but you know, other than that, things don't work well when you're drinking. Um, men have a harder time staying hard. I know for me, I tend to like get drier. The more I drink, yeah. I guess I'm dehydrated. Um, so definitely by the time we are back in the playroom, at that point, I'm always switched to water. Yeah. So, you know, this is an orgy, right? An orgy is a marathon. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of guys think, well, oh, yeah, sex with five women. That's going to be so hot and so fun. Um, and it is. But mm-hmm. you got to be, you know in good shape you got to be in a good mental capacity you want your dick to work uh you know you don't want to pass out like if you're, if you're wasted like having sex you know a lot of times when we have these orgies it might last an hour it might last an hour and a half it might last two hours you might have sex with two women you might have sex with 10 women you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you got to be in peak physical form uh in order to make this happen and make sure everybody has a good time mm-hmm. um you don't want to be that drunk slob that can't get hard or can't get you know like that that's that's not hot to anybody it's It's not not. sexy it's not fun um so yeah i mean it's okay to drink it's okay to have fun um but definitely especially if you have an idea that you're going to end up in a playroom with a bunch of people um you know mind your alcohol intake yeah and we've been in situations where we've gotten back to a playroom with people or were headed that way and it was very apparent that they had overindulged and we've pulled the plug on it Mm mm-hmm so that's like kind of the worst. Like you've really been eyeing a couple and it's about to happen or and then it's time to go and one or both of them Listen, are just we've done it ourselves. Some, several of our friends have oh, done it yeah. to us and to others. Like, you know, you 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 look forward to these events, you spend all this money to go, you spend all this money on outfits, you 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 know, have this anticipation in your mind of having sex with these people, and then you overindulge mm-hmm. and ends up you end up passed out mm-hmm. <laughs> at nine o'clock at night in your room yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. You know? Nobody wants to do like, don't do that. You know it's I mean? all happened to us. Yeah. Like every single person that we've ever met has done that. It's, you know, and I think it's just kind of part of it, but I think we should just try to do better. I'm telling myself this as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Hito. I know. Good. Hito advice. Good Hito tip. Mm-hmm. All right. Overstimulation is real. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, that's it's like live porn. <laughs> it's the hottest fucking thing that I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so it's very common, you know, yes, orgies are hot, right? Being in a room with 10 people, everybody having sex, you know, two girls on one guy, two guys on one girl, you know, all these things are happening. It is super hot. But it is sometimes overwhelmingly so right Mm -hmm. you don't know where to look it's noise like you're trying to have sex but people are like grunting and making noises in Mm -hmm. your face like uh you know it it can it can it's hot but can also be very distracting and and sometimes ruin it for you Mm -hmm. uh depending on what's happening i don't think it's ever ruined it for me Uh, i don't i don't mean ruin but it it can be distracting let's just (laughs) say distracting right there's a lot there has been times where like you know (laughs) things are happening and the entire room stops to like watch this thing oh yeah Mm -hmm. uh so for men if you're trying to maintain an erection with all these things going on that can be difficult right there's people watching you uh you know there's stop and go and change condoms um you know you're you're watching this other people have sex and but trying to focus on the partner that you're trying to play with and get a heart on like overstimulation can can 
kill an erection. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it can happen. Whether that's you know, there's been times like you know, we were in Dallas and you look up and there's a hundred people looking in the windows watching mm-hmm. you. That can be a moment where you're like, "Fuck," you know what I mean? Like yeah. the thing that's happening, like the person you're having sex with is you're into that a hundred percent, and it's you know. Like that girl's hot and you want to fuck her and you want your dick to work. But mm-hmm. if you look up and see, you know, 50 people staring at you, sometimes that's overstimulating. Yeah, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. Um, same for women, I think. Uh, you know, having sex with multiple partners can be exhausting, mm-hmm. uh, can sometimes rub you the wrong way, <laughs> figuratively and literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen. If one person's, you know, didn't trim their fingernails the right way and are over aggressive with you that can kind of ruin the night for you as well. Right. So all these things are, are, are things to think about. Um, if you do get overstimulated in this situation, it's okay to take a break, right? I take breaks every single orgy we have <laughs> like multiple. Yeah. I just kind of get, I said, I'd, I've never been overstimulated. I just said that a few minutes ago, but now that you're saying all these things, you're a hundred percent right. Because I do, I, yeah, I have to stay, step back it's usually hot i'm usually thirsty um there's just a lot going on well even i know for you like because you are multi-orgasmic yeah sometimes when you have multiple orgasms it it literally you're overstimulated like your clit is overstimulated and like you just need to take a break and kind of calm down and yeah and i also love to watch so it's like a twofold like i like stepping back Catching my breath, taking a drink, you know, kind of like coming down off the high of what just happened. Also like to step back and take it all in. Yeah. So that's super common. That's mm-hmm. the same for guys, for girls, for, for everybody. And it, it's okay to step away. Mm-hmm. It's okay to go get a, get a drink of water. It's okay to go sit on the couch in the corner and just mm-hmm. kind of watch for a while. Whether your partner's with you or, or involved. Like mm-hmm. I love stepping back and watching you. Fuck. Same. Uh, yeah. And you, you do it to me all the time too. Like that's, that's part of an orgy I think is mm-hmm. maybe – you know, enjoying watching what's going on, mm-hmm. not necessarily having to be involved all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I think with that, it's time to take a little break. We're going to step away. You see how I did that there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and take a little break and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we're going to wrap up our tips for orgies. Yeah. For how to get that the best out of that group play. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll be right back. We here at the Swing Nation Podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on, and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED. Like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. 
So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We're glad you stuck around and mm-hmm. listened to our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Love our sponsors. We do. They're the best. Mm-hmm. Like literally the best. Yeah. All right. So talking orgies. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about communication. Right. Yeah. So you're in this situation, right? You're fun- There's six people, eight people, 10 people in a room. You know, we talked about keeping an eye on your partner and just kind of making sure they're OK. But how do you communicate? Like what if something is not OK? How do you communicate that with your partner? I just say it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know that like not everybody is that way. Um, but usually I can, I just will make eye contact with you. And I think you kind of just know if I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And then usually in that case, you will kind of come over and you can like. Pull you away for a second. Yeah. But you usually like making out with me or fucking me or something in our faces or close to each close other. To each other. So we can. We can have a moment. And to everybody else, it probably just looks like we're like talking dirty or being naughty. But like I could be like, he can't stay hard. I'm not comfortable. But I mean, it's true, right, you yeah. know, because like it happens and it just, it just happens. So like we can communicate very quickly what's going on or, you know. On the opposite end of that, I felt left out before mm-hmm. um, during orgies. Like maybe the guy that I'm really into is into somebody else and then you're having fun with another wife. And so I just kind of feel like the third or fourth or fifth wheel. I don't know. <laughs> and so like I've communicated to you, I feel left out. And mm-hmm. that kind of gives you the nudge. Okay, I need to make sure that I'm including her a little bit more, you know, because like. In your defense, you're having a blast, so you're not even really realizing what is happening. Yeah, that, that's an easy thing to happen. And, it, you know, it kind of goes back where we said, you know, keep an eye on your partner. Um, you know, we've, heard, you know, as far as communication goes, people, there's some people that have hand signals. Mm-hmm. There's some people that will, you know, squeeze each other's arms or hands. Like, you know, three squeezes means, you know, bad. One squeeze means, mm-hmm. um, I just, be, you know, whatever you come up with, whatever your, your, you know, mode or method is with your partner. Don't overcomplicate it. Like you don't need the you know, these don't need to be like baseball hand arm signals. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like some simple little things that you know, okay, good, not good. You know, come talk to me. Um, I think like checking in with your partner every mm-hmm. little bit is important. You know, like it's twofold. One because you need to make sure that they're they're safe, they're comfortable, they're okay with what's going on. Also, your spouse or your girlfriend, whatever, whoever the person is in your life that you're there with, they should always be your number one priority. And it, so it's like it's twofold. You it gives you a time to like reconnect, check in, make them feel important. Because when you're swinging, when you're doing this, it's it's easy to get in your head, and it's important to pause and check on your spouse. Yeah. No. And I think especially you know. For newer couples, right? It's it's very easy to get caught up in this moment, but you got to keep an eye on your partner, right? You yeah. got to keep them involved. You got to keep that connection with them because the last thing you want is at the end of the night you finish up with you know some girl and then you look over and your partner has like that is it sitting in the corner by herself with that pissed off look on her face? Yeah, you know what I mean like and you're like oh fuck what mm-hmm. you know like and you you know she's been over there for forty five minutes and you yeah. you just now realized it yeah like, that's you know especially when you're like first in the lifestyle and you're just so excited to be with someone else it can be very easy to kind of get in the moment and forget but I think it's just like to keep in mind this is a partnered activity you're there with someone you're not a single person um, that you have to think about their needs and what they're going through as well. Agreed. Agreed. And that's, it's different. Like you said, you know, it's something you've probably, if you're new to the lifestyle, you've never had sex with somebody while simultaneously trying to keep an eye on somebody. You know what I mean? Like that's a new concept, right? Usually when you have sex with somebody, you're a hundred percent in the moment with Mm -hmm. that person. You know, and we know, you know, again, this is Dan and Lacey's kind of version. We know couples that like to play separate for that Mm -hmm. very reason because they cannot, 
balance the, they, you know, they can't, mm-hmm. they don't like the balance of having to worry about the partner. And that's a personal place, Al. Right. If that's something that you need, then a group orgy is probably not your cup of tea. And that is 100% fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for us, we like orgies. We like being in the room with our partner. We like watching our partner. But you definitely have to be cognizant of them and what's going on mm-hmm. and find ways to be able to communicate with them if something's not okay. Well, and somebody that's like listening to this podcast that is like newer to lifestyle or thinking about getting in the lifestyle, they're probably like, holy fuck, that's like a lot of work. I've got <laughs> to stay hydrated. I've got to keep my dick hard or stay wet. I've got to be in the moment, but not too in the moment. I've got to watch my spells, make sure they're safe. But also, I mean, and there just it seems like a lot and it definitely is like a learned skill. You you get better as at it the more you do it. Yeah, well, we've always joked around that this is like, you know, swinging is like, you know, it's like pro sex. Like yeah. it's like it's the next level. Like it's not it's not it's not the beginner's guide. Like mm-hmm. uh so yeah, there's a lot there, there is a lot to it. Uh I wouldn't be scared or intimidated. Like you'll figure it out. Like anybody if you can, if you know how to have sex, like you, you can, you yeah. can navigate this. You'll be okay. I promise mm-hmm. you. Uh, you know, if you need help, you just let message me. Let me know. I'll, we can, we can uh, take care of you. <laughs> we'll walk you. We get to walk you through the steps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I got you. <laughs> um, but no, please don't. I mean, well, maybe if you're hot, like we'll, we'll see. Uh, but no, it's not. It definitely is a, a, a it's not beginner level sex, Mm-mm. but it's not, it's not Olympic level either. It's the average person can figure this out. It's yeah. not that, it's not that difficult. Okay, the next thing on our list to talk about is be open-minded. Mm-hmm. What, what are we talking about there? Be open-minded. Or, I mean, we're having an orgy with people. How much more open-minded can I be? Well, like, think you're going to get close to people. There's going to be fluids exchanged. There's going to be touching. There's going to be – there's just a lot going on. Right. There are people um, in within the lifestyle community that are afraid of g- group play because they're afraid of – incidental contact mm-hmm. right and so what does that mean incidental contact means same sex partners touching each other because you're in a group orgy situation and mm-hmm. you know a king bed might seem like a big bed and it is a big bed mm-hmm. it's not a big bed when you have 10 people 10 couples on it or mm-hmm. 10 people on it or six people you know what i mean like the space gets very limited and uh you know if that's happening you might um brush arms with another dude uh you might you know a dick might touch your leg at one point you know what i mean mm-hmm. like these things happen relax it's okay you're yeah. not you're not gonna like you know what i mean like i don't know why people are so paranoid about that well it all goes back to the number one thing here consent mm-hmm. um and as long as everyone is consenting you know i mean things are gonna happen things are gonna brush up against you and stuff like that so as long as it's not somebody like overstepping those boundaries you're you're probably gonna be okay yeah and there are lots of bisexual people yeah. within the lifestyle, both male and female. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if we've, you know, unfor- I almost say unfortunately, but we haven't seen a lot of bisexual male play in an orgy situation. No. I can't, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know if we've ever experienced that. I haven't. No. Uh, and not that I would be, I didn't have any issues or problems with that. Oh, uh, I kind it, of encourage it. I want to watch. <laughs> there's been a lot of, within our group, there's been a lot of talk about that. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, hopefully that happens at some point in time. Um, but, you know, that's okay. Like this is the whole point of the the swingers lifestyle is to explore your fantasies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, everybody's super into g- girls being bisexual, right? And almost every orgy we've been in, there's been bisexual female play. Um, you know, I think bisexual male play should have that same acceptance within our community. Our group, I think, is moving in that direction. We know there's several males mm-hmm. that have recently come out as either bisexual or pansexual. Um, several males, uh, and so. I'm I'm excited about that. As is a heterosexual male, I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. I'm just excited for like people living their true authentic self. And I think that's what the lifestyle is about. So I think I it makes me proud to see the males who have obviously had those feelings for the bulk of their life finally be able to express them. So I'm like proud of their confidence and their growth to be able to get to that point. Right. Um now, as a heterosexual male, I will say uh, I am super comfortable with close contact with males and there's some shit that's just hot, right? Mm-hmm. You can be heterosexual and think having two dicks in a vagina is hot mm-hmm. because it is hot. Right? Mm-hmm. We've done it several more than once, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little harder than it sounds. It's there's. <laughs> it's more for um, 
the experience and less for like right. the pleasure. But it, but it is hot. Like, oh, very. I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a girl sucking two dicks at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's hot, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to be, you know, bi or gay, a male to think that that's hot, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. And you know, as a heterosexual male, I I think it's hot. I think mm-hmm. I enjoy it. It's just because you're being naughty, and I think you being naughty is hot. Yeah. I mean? Um. You know, DVP, DP, airtight, uh, you know, two dicks in any hole is hot. Like all these things, right? The whole fun of being in this lifestyle and and doing group play is to try all these different new things that you can't do just alone mm-hmm. with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this being open-minded is maybe like let go of the, you know, if you have some kind of homophobia, if, you have, if you're scared of incidental touching, like relax. You're going to be okay, right? It's not going to, it's not going to change who you are. Be confident in, in who you are and your sexuality and what you want and what you desire. Um, and, and don't be scared of things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if it, if it feels good and you're comfortable with it and you're okay with it, have at it. Right. But isn't, I guess like to me, the lifestyle is about experiences and being open-minded I just, I guess I struggle with, like, why does the, like, line stop for some people? You know, like, it's, like, okay to be a swinger and it's okay to be naughty, but it's not okay. I don't know. It's not okay to be a bi male. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. And I think I think we're moving in the right direction. I agree. Um, I think it's all just social stigmas that have been, you know, know, around. And unfortunately for males, like, being bisexual is just not socially accepted like it is for females. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's this, oh, you're not a man or, you're, you know, all these kind of stigmas that are out there. Um, but I just want everyone to live their true authentic self, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. whatever you are, just do that. I agree. Especially when it comes to sexuality, like, right? Like mm-hmm. the whole, to me, you know, other than making babies, the whole point of sex is pleasure. The mm-hmm. other, the other point, right? One is making babies. The other, the other side of it is having pleasure. So explore what's pleasurable to you and fuck what people think Mm -hmm. or say about it. Right. Like, and the worst case you do something and you're like, eh, that wasn't, you know, Mm -hmm. that was, yeah, that wasn't really for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that was all right, but nah, that's not really my thing. Tried it. Don't like it. Moving on to another thing. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's kind of the outlook we all have to don't take sex so seriously. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay. Just to, you know I mean? To relax and enjoy yourself. And then if you liked it, keep it if you didn't like it move on to the next thing. yeah um that's what we're all about and i i love i mean i feel like we're always trying new things mm-hmm. we're all you know like i you know almost every podcast we've been like oh we did this for the first time or oh yeah. we did that for the first time um and here we are you know seven years into this you know swinging and stuff like that and we're still almost every time we go to an event or go meet up with our friends we do something that's new and different mm-hmm. um and that's what makes it fun you it know? Does. i've you know been in that relationship you know where sex was missionary once a month or mm-hmm. whatever you know what i mean and that's that's not fun right no, it's <laughs> that not. is not mm-hmm. fun um so the, the whole point of this lifestyle is to kind of indulge in some of those fantasies and, and pleasures and i don't think you need to draw hard lines anywhere i agree and be open-minded yep not, nobody wants those you know those people that are closed-minded like i don't want you around me like i don't yeah. i don't want you in my circle you mm-hmm. know what i mean like so mm-hmm I think that's it. Uh, that's all. That's all I had for orgies. What yeah. do you What do you got? Any other advice? We covered a lot of it. Um, don't be afraid of them. I guess is my is my two cents. They're a lot of fun. Um, I, I genuinely enjoy it. It's a way for me to play with multiple men slash women in the same night and have all these different experiences. Um, especially for somebody like us who only swings like once a month, you kind of jam pack a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can fit in a lot into a weekend if you yeah. if you start doing group play. Yeah. Um, well, that's it's, it's a good point because you know we've been doing this for a while now. We've we have a pretty big circle of friends, and if we went to an event and we're only going to play one on one with our friends, it would take us a year to get through all the people we wanted to have sex with. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to discredit like a couple swap because those are amazing. And if there is a couple that we are super into and we need to make time to do that, we absolutely will do that. Um, But orgies are definitely a lot of fun and I very much enjoy them. It's my favorite. No, that's that's 100 percent. It's keeping keeping an open mind and uh, don't be afraid. Mm hmm. 
I think I think most people, right? They say the number one fantasy in America is having a threesome. Yeah. Right? It's like 93% or something of people in America admit that they'd like to have a threesome. So go do it. Yeah. If you need, you know, if you need help, if you need to find an event, you can go to theswingnation.net. We got a bunch of events. I promise you there's going to be orgies and threesomes at every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to pr- probably be some people there that you'd like to have an orgy or threesome with. Mm-hmm. So you just got to make some connections, talk to some people, uh, and make it happen. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. <laughs> five <laughs> out of five. It's our favorite. Five Which out of five is funny stars. because I don't know how that happened for us, like how we grab It just was a very natural thing. Like somehow we just ended up being group play type of people never was our intention it just kind of happened yeah group play and i think open play like you know in in big rooms where people can watch and Mm -hmm. that's just kind of always been our thing Mm -hmm. Uh, and i don't know why either i do think there's something to be said for the it gives you an opportunity to have more experiences in a shorter you know because again we only swing once a month so your opportunity to have experiences you know essentially one maybe two days a month is limited we have such a big friend group that you know the amount of people that we want to connect with is is large time is small so i think group play kind of makes the most sense yeah. uh but yeah i don't know it's just hard to beat um three four five hot couples in a room yeah. in a bed like i don't know how you you know yeah. and it, it enhances like if me and you were having sex just hot people having sex in the same room as us enhances that experience oh, yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so then you do a couple swap with the other people in the room having sex. It just then you know, now you're on a whole different planet. Like, yeah, it very quickly gets uh gets very gets very exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so that's it. That's that's orgies in a nutshell. Uh, I hope you all go out there. I hope you all have an orgy. I hope you all experience it at least once in your life. You know, and if you enjoy it, keep it doing it. If you don't, you know, move on to the next thing. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's definitely our forte. Yeah. All right. Anything else for the Swing Nation listeners? While they're listening to this, we will be at Hedo. We will be at Hedo. Hopefully getting lots of content. We're going to try to do some behind-the-scenes stuff, Mm -hmm. get some videos, maybe a tour, sit down and talk to some of the Mm -hmm. leaders and owners there. Um, This is our first time we've taken a group to Hedo, so it's a small group, which I'm looking forward to. I tell you, I was just – I haven't haven't got into the the group chat much. You've been kind of managing that. There's some hot fucking people mm-hmm. coming to Hedo. Did you see that picture the other day? Of that <laughs> girl with like her boobs Ooh. out. It was very hot. So I was excited about Hedo. But now that we've started talking to people that are going and stuff, I'm more excited about Hedo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned to us. Follow us on social media. We'll be posting, keeping you updated about all things Hedo. Um, Jamaica is going to be fun. It's going to mm-hmm. be a good experience. Uh, and then uh, we got a bunch of stuff coming up. So uh, you can you'll see us at Spells Ash Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We'll be at Naughty in New Orleans. We got events. We got the the campground takeover in August. Uh, we got another Secrets event coming up. So it's pretty much monthly from here till December. There's stuff going on uh, yeah. within the Swinger Society within across the country. So you definitely want to head over to SwingerSociety.net. SwingerSociety.net. Uh, find a find an event near you and come hang out with us. Come yeah. party with us and our friends. Um, we look forward to meeting you. Uh, I promise you this lifestyle is not as scary as, as you may think. Um, so definitely you got to get put yourself out there. That's step one. Yeah. Uh, join the Discord. That's, you know, that, that could be step one, right? Get, yeah. to, get to know us on the Internet. Get to know the community on the Internet and then come out to an event. Yeah. Discord is amazing. I think we're pushing like 26,000 people on there now. That was a quick. We went from 25 to 26. Like, it seems like overnight. Yeah. So, if you don't know, Discord is completely free. You just have to get verified so we can make sure you're of age to see all the naughtiness on there. But once you get verified, it opens like basically an entire community that is ran by some awesome volunteers that volunteer just because they believe in what we're doing and what the community is doing. Um, but it's it's a really amazing thing. Discord can be um, very overwhelming, and I get that. We do have some awesome YouTube videos on Swinger Society's YouTube channel to kind of help you navigate that. Shout out to Joe for making those videos for us. Um, but I think if you can just get there, it's a really great place to be. Um, I would say if you need advice on like where to start on Discord, if you're going to an event, find the event page or channel and just start there 
because it's really fun to kind of connect. It's like basically a um, like an RSVP list on steroids, if that makes sense. Like instead of like looking at hot pictures like in a list, you get to see people communicating and talking about outfits and what they're going to eat and what they're going to bring and dropping naughty pictures and making plans. So it's really like a very interactive RSVP list. So if you have to, if you're overwhelmed by Discord, start there. Because that's what I did. Because I was very overwhelmed. I started in some of those easier channels. And then I felt more comfortable to kind of branch out. So shout out to all the volunteers of Discord for all your help. Um, keeping that going without you, there would be no Discord. So I very much appreciate all of the help. Absolutely. We love Discord. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's crazy how it kind of started as just a whim. And now it's grown into a whole, like a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So definitely check out Discord. Uh, all right. Anything else? That's it. All right, guys. I think with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.